The word of God says, but where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And I begin to think, where is my heart at at this very moment? What, where am I placing my treasure in? Because that, the word of God also says to store up my riches in heaven and not upon the earth. So I begin to ask myself, where, where is my heart? Where, where is my treasure? Where am I storing up my riches in this season? What am I focused on? What am I, what am I pressed on? What am I so desperate for? that I'm not taking into consideration what God may have for me in this very hour, in this very minute. What is he, what is he trying to take hold of for me right now? And I begin to think about this scripture in, in John 4, where we meet this woman at the well, where, where Jesus meets this woman at the well and the holy spirit of god began to unpack to me what this play on of words that jesus was going forth with this woman she she comes and meets him at the well at this well where she's going to come forth and draw water and Jesus is there and he says to her, give me a drink. Jesus, ask her. He doesn't even ask her. He says, he tells her, give me a drink. And she begins to question. She's like, do you know that I'm, I'm just a Samaritan woman? And typically Jews have nothing to do with us. And he, he says... He, he says something so phenomenal to, to her. He said, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. And, and in this area, it's not because Jesus was so thirsty that he needed a drink. He saw this woman coming and he's seen everything about her. And here is the very Messiah, the, the Lord God Almighty in the flesh. And the very thing that she needed to ask him, he was standing right here in her face. She needed to ask him for a drink. She needed to ask him for the living water. So what he did, what he just sat here and did, he went ahead and he said it for her. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He said the very words that needed to come out of her mouth, give me a drink. And she didn't, she didn't fully understand. But here, but here it is, here he is. The Lord God Almighty in the flesh. And he goes forth and he says, he says, I will give you this living water and you will never thirst again. And here she is and she's thinking, okay, go ahead, give me this water so that I don't have to keep coming back to this, 
to this well to keep drawing because if you have some type of special water that's gonna help me to no longer be thirsty and no longer have to drag myself over here to this well every day to get water give it to me so I don't have to keep laboring and coming here she she saw what he was saying completely in the flesh she saw it in the flesh she didn't understand what this what this living water truly was so he begins to explain a little bit deeper and he begins to say you know i shall give you something i shall give you this water and it will become in you a fountain a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life so she's like okay give me this water so that so that i don't have to keep coming here to draw so he responds even in the same way in, in, in the flesh because she wasn't completely understanding. He says, okay, go ahead and go get your husband and come here. And she says, I have no husband. And he says, rightfully so. And he, he begins to explain to her that you have had five husbands and the one that you're with now is not even your husband. You spoke the truth. So here, here, he was he was giving her spiritual worship spiritual words spiritual truth and she was seeing it in the flesh so he began to tell her he said all right you want to see this in the flesh and i'm going to reveal something to you in the flesh that you may see something deeper than what i am giving to you deeper than what you are interpreting this thing to be he begins to tell her about herself and she begins to say she perceives that he's a prophet and that she begins to talk about how her father's worshipped on this very mountain and the Jews worship in Jerusalem and all these other things and all of these things of the flesh all of these things of the flesh worshiping in a particular location and everything but but the lord god almighty he begins to say he said there's an hour coming there's an hour that is coming where you will neither worship me on this mountain or in jerusalem or whatever but what, there is this hour that is coming where the father is seeking those who worship him in spirit and in truth not in the fleshly things not in the locations not in the different forms and fashions but in in spirit and in truth this living water that springs up a well inside of you that leads to everlasting life there's this well that they she did not understand she thought it was just of the flesh she thought it was just of location of demographics of who you are and where you are and whether you are a jew or a samaritan gentile roman whatever the case may be but jesus began to reveal to her that this worship is beyond simple things in the flesh simple things of location of, of situation of whatever but he said god is looking for worshipers not just people but worshipers who worship in spirit and in truth not in location and in reputation but by the spirit of god and in truth where are you storing up your riches today i beg to ask you where are you putting all of your strength and your effort in today? 
And Jesus perceived in this woman at the well that she was giving all of her strength, all of her desire, everything that she was yearning for. She was seeking for it in her husband. In fact, she had tried five times and was on her sixth time before she met the Messiah, the Christ, the Lord God Almighty, that was ready to give her living water, that she would never thirst for these fleshly things again, that she would never thirst for what her heart was yearning for, which was a God-sized hole in her heart that she was trying to fill with men, men who was who were not designed to be her husband. He began to make her into a bride right there in the middle of the well. The living water. And something about encountering the Lord God Almighty in the flesh did something to her in the spirit that she began to see him in a new light. She began to see him. She said that she said, I perceive that you are the Christ. How did she know that? The word of God also says, when Jesus goes and he asks the disciples, who do they say that I am? And they say, some say that you're a prophet. Some say that you're Elijah. Some say that you're this. Some say that you're that. But then he says, who do you say that I am? And Peter says something. Peter says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus, in that manner, he says, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But the Holy Spirit of God, only by the Holy Spirit of God, was Peter able to receive the revelation that this was the Christ. So this woman who at one point said, I perceive you to be a prophet. Then she turns around and she says, I perceive you to be the Christ. In the first moment, she saw him in the flesh as a man who perceived things about her, who possibly was a prophet. But at some point, the Holy, she encountered the Holy Spirit of God and said, I perceive you to be the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. She received the revelation of Christ. See, in the beginning, she saw him. She said, I perceive you to be a prophet. She began to see him in the flesh. And she asked him, she said, okay, well, give me this water, this water that you're talking about so that I don't have to continue to keep coming back to this well so I won't be thirsty anymore. She perceived him as one that would give her the things of the flesh to satisfy her. But when she began to see him as the living water by the Spirit of God, as Christ the Messiah, the chosen one, then she began to see that the thing that she needed surpassed the thing of the flesh. It was no longer about the water from the well. Now it was about a living water that brought forth eternal life. So I ask you even today, how are you seeing the Messiah when you stand before him? Even when we come into the house of God, even when two or three are gathered, when we begin to encounter Christ, are we going forth and we're asking him for the things of the flesh and say, oh Lord, where is this water? Give me this water. Give me this thing. Give me this, this money. Give me this thing. Give me this house. Give me this car. Give me this thing. Are we looking for the things of the flesh and looking to him as just a prophet? Or have we received the revelation of Christ? Have we received the revelation of the Son of God, the risen one, the glorious King? Have we understood who he truly is? 
Unto us a child was born, unto us a son is given, and they shall call him Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Have we received the revelation of the Son of God? Because if we truly understood the revelation of the Son of God, we would go before him and ask him, and he would give us living water, the fountain of eternal life. She first perceived him as a prophet and asked him for something of the flesh. But when she, received, when she perceived him as the Son of God, the Christ, the Messiah, the one that they were waiting for, she dropped that bucket. Hey, she dropped the pail. And she cried out to the Lord God Almighty and glorified his name. Have you received the revelation of who he is? Or do you still see him as the prophet at the well? Is he just Elijah to you? Or is he the son of the living God? Prepared to give you everlasting waters. The living water, the one that was greater than the pail that she had in her hands, the one that was greater than the well of Jacob, the one that was greater than anything that she could ever think or imagine, the one that was greater than every single one of those husbands that she was seeking to please in her heart. He was greater. She began to worship in spirit and in truth. So today I want to ask you, where are your desires? What is itching in your heart? What have you tried multiple times over and over again? And you continue to be unsatisfied. You continue to, to, to seek after these very things. And yet the son of the living God is standing here. Oh Jesus. Hallelujah God. The son of the living God is standing here right before you. You go into the church house every single week. You sing a couple of songs. You pray. You dance. You shout. The son of the living God. The word of God says where two or three are gathered in my name that I'm in their midst. But you refuse to ask him for a drink from the living water. Of the living water. You're still burdened inside. You're still dragging yourself to the well. Seeking something to drink. Seeking something to replenish this thirst inside of you. But the word of God says those who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be satisfied. If you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you shall be satisfied. So today, where, where, are your, where, where are you storing your treasures? Where is your heart today? Are you seeking to be one with the Spirit of God? Are you seeking to worship the Lord God Almighty in spirit and in truth? In this place, you receive the living water. Everything that your heart needs, everything that your heart desires. Are you the woman at the well? Is Jesus standing before you and you can't even see him but you're looking at the well you're looking at the circumstance you're looking at what you need right now in this very moment you're dragging yourself to the well thinking about how you tried and tried and tried and tried how you tried to look for this husband 
how you tried to look for this job, how you tried to have these kids, how you how you tried to to get this career, how you tried to walk in this way, how you tried to to overcome this thing, how you how you tried to do all of these other things seeking after something that was failing but my God is standing right before you and he says ask me for a drink hallelujah God ask me for a drink ask me for my presence ask me for my communion ask me for my word ask me ask me and everything else will fade away. Nothing else will matter. Everything, everything that you are seeking after will fade into the background. Because my God, he's, he's looking for those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. He's looking for them. So I, I implore you today to ask your Savior for a drink. There's a word that he's been speaking to you over and over and over again. But the things of this world, the cares of this world, they're overwhelming you. And God is saying, I, I don't want you to just do these things. I want you to know me. I want you to come forth and ask me for a drink. Ask to know me, ask to be in me. Many times we, we use this scripture, you know, we, we, we say this thing, we say, oh, okay, in Jesus' name, as long as we say, we ask for a thing in Jesus' name, then, then we shall receive it. But what we don't understand, hey, Jesus, what we don't understand is that when we ask for something in the name of Jesus, it's according to his will. That means that it's not that I'm just asking for something and in the end I'm saying in the name of Jesus. It means that I am going forth and asking my Lord and Savior something for the reason of the glory of Jesus Christ. It's just like you go, for example, if you go to, to a, a birthday party of uh, I don't know, someone named Jessica or something. You say, I'm here in the name of Jessica, right? The reason why I'm here is in the name of Jessica. But somehow, in some way, in some form and fashion, we've turned things around and we made things about us and we say, well, I'm going to ask for this thing in the name of Jesus with no intention of glorifying the king in the midst of that. What are you asking for? It's not, it's not in the name of Jesus. It's in the name of yourself. But today I'm telling you that when you're asking in the name of Jesus, it is for your good. What a mighty God that we serve. Then he asks, he says, when you come before me, when you worship me, when you honor me, when you glorify me, when you go forth and ask in my name for my glory, there is glory for you in the midst of my glory. Hey, Jesus, I want to be amongst those who he's searching for. Who he's searching for. The word of God says, if you seek him and you seek him with all of your heart, you will find him. 
but the word of God at the same time he says there comes a time where the father is seeking those who worship him in spirit and in truth my God I want to be amongst those who worship him in spirit and in truth that I'm seeking after him and he's also seeking after me what a beautiful communion amongst the bride and the groom hey my God a relentless pursuit amongst us for your glory God in your name Don't you want to be amongst them? In the name of Jesus, I pray by the power of the Almighty God, hallelujah, that you would receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of the Lord God Almighty, that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened on today, that you would seek to, to, to know him and the power of his resurrection that you would seek to commune with the Spirit of God, that you would seek to know Him in a way that you had never known Him before, that you would say, oh my God, I, I need a drink from this living water. I won't allow you to just stand before me and that I not ask, that I may not ask for this living water. I won't just let you stand before me and drag my pail to the well and get this water and drag this pail back to a life where I'm confused and seeking after something that is not even filling or satisfying me. But my God, I wanna hunger and thirst for righteousness. I wanna, I wanna glorify you. I wanna seek after you with all of my heart. And I wanna be amongst those who worship in spirit and in truth that, that you seek after me and we hold a beautiful communion amongst one another. I pray in the name of Jesus that this may be the will of the Father for you. I pray in the name of Jesus that you may encounter him in a way that you had never encountered him before i pray by the power of the blood of the living god that your worship may be a life laid down a life for his glory that you may not be conformed to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may know the true and acceptable and the perfect will of god in the name of the lord god almighty that your worship would not just be a song but it may be a life laid down for the glory of the almighty god that it may not just be words that you say or an action that you do but in the name of jesus christ i pray that you may live in a holy communion with your father i pray that you may live in a life in a life that is encountering the holy spirit of god never moving never shaken never being deterred but that you may be a tree that is planted by the river and it bears fruit in and out of season and its leaves never never wither in the name of the lord god almighty may you commune with the spirit of god today and receive the living water that you may never thirst again. That you may never thirst again. You will never thirst again. In the name of Jesus, may the living water continuously flow through you. May it continuously flow through you. May you become a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. In the name of Jesus. Oh yeah. The everlasting waters. I thirst for you, God. I'll never.
thirst again I'll never thirst again I'll never thirst again Oh Shataya I'll never thirst again Hey, I'll never thirst for the things of this world The cares of this world The worries of this world Things of this world The luxuries of this world And the finer things of this world I need the kingdom of God Hey, I'll never thirst again I need the living water now yeah, I need the living waters now You've made me into a fountain of everlasting